What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. Today, I am talking about something that I'm feeling uh, particularly passionate about, I guess, honestly, over just maybe the last month or so, um, and trying to articulate my thoughts uh, off air with Jenna to some clients before I hopped on here and talked about it. I didn't make any notes today. I just kind of want to speak from the heart, I guess. That's like a weird way of saying it, but um, just kind of go off the cuff here. And so the topic I want to talk about, as you've probably seen in the title, is this idea of this like bounce back culture um, where women who are pregnant and then have children, there's this big like push to after you have the baby to bounce back to your pre pre-pregnancy body and your pre-pregnancy weight and, you know, kind of rid your body of all kind of evidence that you were pregnant and, and, and all of the things that can come from that. And what I'll start with is I think that there's a lot of negative stuff that I don't agree with in terms of the way this is discussed. Uh, first of all, I'm a man. I'm talking about this from my perspective. My wife is currently pregnant and, and we have, I've never had a baby. And so we have never had this bounce back, you know, scenario yet, but it's something I think about a lot, something we talk about a lot. And so that's the perspective with which I'm speaking. I know I know I don't know everything. I don't know everybody's perspective, but here we go. And so what I'll start with is I think that there's a lot of things that I don't, that I see out there in this like bounce back culture, I think is, is let's just say a net negative. Um, I think uh, I'm also a full believer in it's not what you do. It's the headspace with which you do it, right? It's not necessarily what you do. It's the headspace and intent with which you do it. So what I mean by that is there's better and worse ways to go about doing anything. There's, you know, more mentally and less mentally healthy ways to go about doing things. And when we're talking about something as amazing and beautiful and, tr- and you know, just transformative as having a child, um, I think that uh, women are ripe for, from a marketing perspective to be preyed upon for some of these like, get your body back, you know, go back to your pre-pregnancy weight, go back to your pre-pregnancy body. And it can, it can be something that is not great, let's say. Um, it can be something that's pushed on women that I think um, can create just some negative experiences. I mean, your body has gone through a, it just the most amazing thing, but also, I don't wanna say the word traumatic, but a transformative event Um, in your life. And the idea that you're going to go back to exactly the way you were in terms of your body and your weight, um, as far as pre-pregnancy, as if nothing happened, that, that, that I don't love selling that tale to somebody. I don't love the idea that women are preyed upon as if that's what they should do. That's what they have to do. Or even that's realistically what's possible for them, for them to just go back to their pre-pregnancy body and weight as if nothing ever happened. I think that there's something very healthy about a certain level of acceptance that things have, things will always have, let me rephrase this, a certain level of acceptance that things have changed, that you've gone through this amazing thing and that the idea that you can ever get back to um, as if nothing ever happened, I think that there should be a level of acceptance that that's not super realistic, at least on average for most women, that there's going to be some element of evidence that you've had a child. Um, However, I'm, 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 uh, so I, these are a lot of disclaimers here to start off this episode here where I think there's a lot of net negative uh, content out there and marketing towards women, preying on women's insecurities now that their body has changed, whether they have loose skin or stretch marks or they gained, you know, weight during pregnancy um, and now they're not pregnant and they are ripe for this sort of uh, prey marketing, right? Um, 
you know, and I don't love that. I think a lot of the rhetoric is super extreme and a lot of the rhetoric is, you know, sets women up for uh, expectations that end up having them feel not great, uh, whether that's because it was not realistic or it was just overly ambitious or it, it created this obsession with aesthetics that I think, you know, when it comes to living your happiest life, I think we could all do with a little bit less uh, body obsession. And I think it just only facilitates that more and pushes that more. And I think that that ends up being a net negative. But I'm going to put a big however here because the actual point of my podcast is, you know, all of that stuff is is how I felt before Jenna got pregnant. And I felt it re- really strongly. And, you know, if I were taking on clients who were, um, you know, just had a baby and, or, or, you know, maybe eight weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, 16 weeks ago, had a baby and they came to me in the hopes that they can, you know, whether it's lose fat or build muscle and change their physique. And, you know, they just had a baby, you know, air quotes, just had a baby. This is their first, let's say, coaching training experience afterwards, after they've been cleared by a doctor, all of that. I always felt a little bit weird. Like I didn't want you to be like, I would, you know, I was like, well, you know, maybe we're not, shouldn't be super focused on aesthetics right now. We should be focused on health and, you know, whether you're breastfeeding or, you know, just generally getting back to good habits and feeling good and getting back to maybe your pre-pregnancy routines um, and not so focused on the aesthetics. And, and I still think that that's a great idea. I still think that having that, first of all, I think that that's a good idea for everyone, by the way. I think even if you're focused on, even if you care about aesthetics and you're coming to me because you want to lose fat or build muscle, I think all of that stuff in terms of building routines and, and focusing on how you feel and energy and sleep and libido and just uh, mood and all that stuff is really important. So we should always be also focused on that. But I felt a little bit weird in those moments, just like, hey, I really want this person to not obsess over getting back to their pre-baby body, their pre-baby weight. And there's a but coming, but you can tell that I'm 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 laboring on the on moving on to the next section of this because I really want you guys to understand that I do think that there's a lot of negativity around. Let's call it bounce back culture. I don't want to hate giving things a name like that. Um, but let's call it bounce back culture. And let's say that that encompasses all of this kind of negative rhetoric, extremism, body obsession, expectations that you should even be able to get back to exactly the way you were before, quote unquote. Um, but I'll move on to the next section because it's it's kind of where my head and heart have been at in the last couple of months. So my wife is pregnant, Jenna. Uh, she, she's, we're, we, she is 16 weeks in. You know, we're in that second trimester and I'd say in 16 weeks she's done, she's had working out right now. And when I say working out, I mean, she's not doing the kind of working out she used to do before. She's doing a very modified version of that, both from an intensity and exercise selection standpoint. Um, And I'd say that in 16 weeks, this is probably her fourth workout. And I'll include cardiovascular work in there too. I think she went on the, on the treadmill for a walk. Now we go for walks with the dogs and stuff, but that, let's say intense workouts, um, maybe four workouts in 16 weeks. Now Jenna normally works out really hard four to six times a week. And so that's, you know, 60 workouts potentially, and she's done four. Um, she Her nutrition has changed quite a bit just based on like, person just based on pregnancy preferences um you know in in a funny way i've i've watched her eat things and combination of things that i've never seen her desire in like seven years six seven years of knowing her um you know she'll text me jordan i need fried rice and i'm like okay okay babe we'll we'll get chinese for dinner like no problem she's like no it's on its way right now 
And I'm like, babe, it's 11.45 in the morning, you know, like, and it's just like things like that where she'll be, you know, she'll be like, babe, I need this. And I'm, and it'll just be a thing that I've never seen her desire ever in knowing her. So this, I, this is like, it's just kind of this funny thing of, I didn't realize how much your preferences can change. And it's been, a, it's just been a crazy thing to, to watch happen. So she's not working out now. I don't, first of all, not first of all, we're 10 minutes in this podcast here, but no judgment, please. No directions. You know, we're on top of this. Like, you know, um, we understand how that, you know, exercise is good for the baby and it's good for her and eating nutritious food is good. But I really don't want to hear, I don't want someone in my DMs like, hey, you guys should really be exercising. It's important. Like she really shouldn't go that long without exercising. Please kindly fuck off. Um, we're doing our best. She's doing her best. When she feels up for exercise, we find something that she can do. When she feels up for eating nutritious food, she does it. Um, but there's an element of this that is survival and uh, doing what you can. And she's had a real rough go at it. So I really don't want people in my DMs of like, you should really be exercising. Fuck off. So she's not really exercising. Um, she's trying her best. When we have mental capacity, energy, she's not nauseous. We do it. When she can find a uh, nutritious food uh, that she has uh, the palate for, she has an appetite for, we do it. Um, and it's been getting better into the second trimester, I will admit. Like, it just generally, her mood and energy has been feeling better. So we're, we're excited about that. You know, maybe there will be a bit more movement in her in her future, maybe a bit more, like, nutritious diet in her future. Um, but please reserve, you know, just please just save your judgment on that, please. Um, I digress. She's not exercising much. I want to paint this picture. And I don't want to just make it about Jenna. It's not, but let's just paint this picture here. She's not exercising very much. This is a woman, Jenna, who her entire life and a big part of her identity has been for the 26, seven years she's been on this earth, just turned 27, has been um, incredibly active and muscular and strong and fit. You know, she's incredibly strong, incredibly strong, incredibly fit, amazing athlete. That's been her identity for her whole life. And it's not her only piece of our identity. That's not what I'm talking about here, but it's been a piece of our identity, just like it is for me. You know, I do fitness for a living. She was a D1 athlete. She is incredibly strong. She, um, you know, loves to lift, absolutely loves to have muscle. And yeah, it's a piece of our identity and has been. And guess what? It's being taken away from her. You know, she, and I, I don't, uh, yeah, there's so many caveats with this because pregnancy and, and, and all this is such a touchy subject. We're not saying that we're not, ble- we don't feel blessed to be having a baby and we, that we are not happy that we're having a baby or that what I'm talking about in terms of the downsides aren't massively outweighed by the upsides of having a baby because they are. We, we are so excited to have a baby and I keep using the word we just, but she's the one really going through this, you know? So when I say we, I don't mean to make this about me as well. I just, that's te- how I tend to talk because I do kind of think of us as a team here, but she is the one going through this. Um, and where was I on that track? Um, yeah, it's been a big part of her identity. It's being taken away from her. She's gaining fat, not a lot, but, but you know, she's gaining fat and losing muscle and not exercising and not feeling good and not feeling fit and feeling tired. And uh, I'm sure by the end of this pregnancy, she will have lost quite a bit of muscle. Now, she'll have lost muscle. She'll have lost strength. She'll, she won't feel fit. She won't feel like herself. She won't look like, you know, what she has looked like for the prior 27 years of her life. And that's, that, that's tough. Now, of course, it's worth it to have a beautiful, 
a beautiful child and for us to start our life together. And we're very blessed and very happy about all that. But that is still rough on her. Um, and my perspective on this bounce back culture is changing. Um, she's going through this. I am not. Uh, her body will change. Mine will not. Uh, she will lose muscle. I will not. She will gain body fat. I will not. Um, and she will have to really face that identity change a little bit of like, hey, like, you know, I'm no longer that fit, muscular, strong, lean person I was before. Now, that doesn't mean I can't get back to that, right? And that's kind of the point of this podcast. And what I'm saying now is I, I, I'm not like hashtag bounce back culture. No fucking way. I'm not saying you got it. You got to go right back to where you were or, you know, but what I will, what I want to say is if you're out there and you feel guilty because there are people out there saying you should not be focused on getting back to any amount of aesthetic focus at all. You shouldn't be focused on fat loss. Shouldn't be focused on aesthetics at all. What I will say is I'm not so sure I'm in agreement with that. What I mean is, man, you, You've been through a transformation. And if you finish having a baby and you, you know, take your time to recover and you get cleared by your doctor to exercise and you want to to build muscle and lose fat and kind of move, I don't want to say go back to the body you had before. I don't love that phrasing. But like if you finish having a baby and you know your body has changed and you want to change it from where you're at right now and build muscle and lose fat because you want to look and feel better, I empower you to do so. I think that that there's we we maybe go too far with kind of fighting against this extreme rhetoric of bounce back culture that we've almost made women feel guilty for wanting to not bounce back but but go back to feeling like their fit healthy self or looking like their fit healthy self. And I and I I'm just watching Jenna go through this and all I'm thinking is there's nothing wrong with you finishing pregnancy and saying, man, I really want to get back to lifting and uh, and eating nutritious foods and maybe losing some fat and getting back to where I look and feel my best. And I, and I, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with that if you're doing it in a nice balanced headspace. And I just have spoken to women. I work almost exclusively with women. I'd say 95% of my clients are women. I've had many, 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 many clients come to me in this situation postpartum um, cleared for exercise, looking to change their physique, looking to get strong, looking to build muscle, looking to lose some fat. And I've always felt a little bit like, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't always tell, I would never tell a client we shouldn't do that. But I always felt a little bit different than I feel right now. And I think I feel way more inclined. And it's funny, I just took on a client recently. Uh, I was going to shout her name out, but that's probably not the smartest plan, but, um, and that's kind of where she's at, right? Postpartum cleared for exercise. We're easing her back into it, but yeah, she's like, yeah, I want to go back to my fit, strong, lean, healthy, healthiest self, let's say. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, yes, if you can have a little level of acceptance where there are things that have happened, whether it's stretch marks or a little loose skin, or you're working on some diastasis stuff or, you know, yeah, things have changed. You're not going to be exactly who you were pre-pregnancy. But I, in the same breath, like I actually am way more excited to help women who want to go back to feeling like their normal self and part of that might be fat loss and muscle growth. I'm watching Jenna go through it. She's going through it. She's not exercising as much. She's not lifting as much. Guess what? I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm over here training 11 times a week. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm lifting. I'm running a half marathon. Guess what she's doing? She's in bed all day throwing up. And like, all I can think about is like, 
yeah, of course, when this is all said and done, you should be allowed to want to focus on you and get get back to your fit and healthy self. There's a better and worse mindset to do that in, and I think we should cultivate the, the correct mindset, a nice balanced mindset with an element of acceptance. But man, I, I think that the, the more I think about this, the more fired up I get to help women in this state. I mean, maybe my perspective will continue to change. You know, we are just 16 weeks into pregnancy. You know, I've worked with pregnant women for the last decade, not exclusively, but throughout my career. Um, but this is, let's be real, this is changing my perspective on things. And um, yeah, I think that women should feel empowered if they are in a, a, a mentally healthy place as far as like not getting overly obsessive about it and with some level of acceptance, should feel empowered to say, yeah, I want to get back to, you know, having that muscle I had before. Uh, I want to go, I want to lose a little bit of body fat. I want to go back to feeling like I did before pregnancy when I was feeling good. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think some of the bounce back culture, because we always do this, we swing from one end of the pendulum to the other. Um, this like bounce back culture of you got to get back to your body weight before, you got to get back to your body before, you got to get rid of any evidence that you were pregnant. That's not great. But what's happened is we've recoiled to the other side of the spectrum, which is like shunning all women from wanting to in any way, shape, or form, kind of be physique-focused after having a baby. And I think that that's, that's one, totally not fair for a man to do, um, but probably just not fair to women. I, I, and yeah, there, like I said a million times, there's, there's more and less mentally healthy ways to go about doing this. I don't think an increase in body obsession is good for anybody, but man, you guys go go through a crazy experience that's gonna change your body forever. And you're probably going to gain fat and lose muscle during this process. And who the hell am I or anyone else to say that you can't want to reverse that by gaining muscle, losing fat, when this is all said and done? Within the context of all the things that are healthy for the baby, if you're breastfeeding, there's some um, things that you should focus on as well. Um, but I just get amped up. I have this. I just took, took on a new client, and she's in this situation, and I'm so amped up to help her get back to feeling good. And part of that will be building muscle, losing weight, fitting in her clothes again, all of that stuff. And I and I don't want to. Yeah, I just I recoiled hard. I think from the bounce back culture. I was like, yeah, this is this is bounce back culture. A bunch of idiots, like way too extreme. I don't think that it's a net positive in general for most women. Um, and I think I recoiled to the other side of the spectrum when in reality, I think that doesn't do much good either or it isn't, doesn't do the most good for the most people, let's say. Um, and I'm just feeling like, you know, I'm watching Jenna down. I just came from the garage downstairs. I was sitting with her while she was working out and she, yeah, she's feeling a little down, you know? She's like, listen, she's not lost muscle forever. Um, muscle memory is absolutely real. But it's not so easy to be like, yeah, babe, just don't train for 39 weeks and then muscle memory's real and you'll gain it all back and it's all gonna be fine. Like that's tough to to really internalize. And it's it's partially true. Muscle memory is absolutely real, but nobody wants to not train for 39 weeks. Nobody wants to lose a significant amount of muscle that they then have to gain back. Nobody wants to gain weight that they eventually have to or would like to lose. I'm gonna sneeze at some point. It might sneak in. Um and yeah, I just, I'm a little bit more pumped up in a positive way that if you're out there, if you are listening to this and you're in this place, um, it's okay. You're, you're allowed to say, yeah, I'd like to lose some weight and build some muscle and go back to um, how I felt before pregnancy with a level of acceptance that things might not be exactly the same, probably won't ever be exactly the same. But I think if you can do that in a healthy mindset, I, 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 am, I want you to, yeah, 
whenever I say stuff like that, it's like, who the fuck cares what I think? But, um, I, 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 um, think you should feel good about doing that. And I think you shouldn't be shunned by this, like the, the equally extreme anti bounce back culture that says, no, you should not be focused at all on fat loss or aesthetics at all. It's about just about, you know, um, you know, get being healthy. And, and it, it is also about all that stuff. It's not dichotomous. We're not talking about forgetting about health and forgetting about stress management, forgetting about what's good for you and the baby and forgetting about, um, you know, feeling good energy wise. And that's all important too. But this like bounce back culture has now made us kind of like us. When I say us, I mean me as a coach, when I'm talking to pregnant women, but also pregnant women who are consuming that content probably makes them feel bad about wanting to do that. And I, and I just, I'm feeling like, just feel like, man, as a man, I'm watching my wife go through this. And I'll tell you right now, if I was going through that, that's exactly how I'd feel. I'd be like, hey, I know that I'm having a baby and that's a beautiful thing. And, and I don't, and I know that, that this, the downside is that I'm not going to exercise as much. And maybe I, my diet's a little bit different and I, maybe I gain a little body fat during this time, maybe. Um, but when I'm done, I'm going to want to go back to my lifting and training and fitness and feel good. You know, obviously things change when you have a baby, but I would want that. And, and, and why can't she want that? And why can't you want that? And, and of course you can, of course, Jenna and I have had many talks about, about doing that and being in a positive mindset and trying to do what she can right now. But I just feel like I've maybe me a little bit throughout my career have let women down and not, not, um, being as on board with that as a goal I've all, I've never told any of my clients what they should want, and I've always helped them do what they say they want. I've helped, tried to pose alternative perspectives um, and make sure that they know all the options. But I think I'm just changing my tune a little bit here and being like, "Yeah, if you just had a baby and you're a certain distance away postpartum, and you've been cleared for exercise, and yeah, don't jump right back into training 100% exactly what you were doing. Of course, I'm talking about doing this the right way in a safe and controlled manner, but I am, I don't think there's anything wrong with you being like, hey, I'd like to lose some body fat and build muscle because I lost a ton of muscle and gained body fat during pregnancy. And I want to go back to feeling good, fitting in my clothes, looking good. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I just, I'm watching Jenna go through it and I, and it, it's, I think it's killing me is maybe an overstatement, but, but but no, I don't, I'm not sure. It is killing me a little bit. I'm watching this person who, who really loves exercise, really loves fitness, you know, prides herself on being strong and being a, a, you know, kind of like a role model for women in terms of lifting weights, being heavy, not trying to be, you know, super skinny 24 seven, trying to be promoting health and, and exercise and muscle and strength and all that stuff. And it's, kind of being taken away from her. And if, damn man, if she wants to get it back after pregnancy, I'm gonna help her. I'm gonna help the shit out of her. Uh, and I'm gonna empower her and I'm gonna encourage her and she can absolutely do that. I think that there's, of course, like everything, mentally more and less healthy ways of doing everything. And I think that it's important to check in with that and be well-rounded and focus on, you know, more than just aesthetics, but damn, I'm gonna be there for her and encourage her and help her. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, so that's that's probably the end of this podcast. I you know I I just think that we always recoil from one extreme to the next, and this whole like bounce back culture went way too far, and I think it went way too far on preying on women who are in a vulnerable state and who have had their body go through a crazy transformation, 
And then we recoiled and said, well, that's dumb. You shouldn't be focused on aesthetics at all. You shouldn't be thinking about that at all. And I think that's also wrong. And, 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 and it's, it's like, if you're a man saying that, then, then I think you have no right to say that. Um, you have no right to say it in such an extreme way because this has not happened to you. Um, and yeah, I'm going to end it there before I word vomit and just repeat everything that I've been saying. So, uh, Jenna, if you listen to this, I love you and, um, uh, you're, you're doing great and I'm, I'm proud of you. Okay. Uh, okay. Talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Where Optimal Meets Practical. If you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media or left a five-star review on iTunes. That stuff really helps. If you ever want to get in touch with me, just shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Jordan Lips Fitness. I'm always around to chat. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.